Hey everybody, this is Think Global, where the world is our home, where strangers become friends and friends become family. My name is Tim Davis, and I am joined with Jonathan Smith today. John, how in the world, speaking of the world, are you? <laughs> I'm great. And I still, I need new answers to that question, because you always ask me how I'm doing, but I need okay. fresh answers. How about I just change, I'm doing great. How about if I just change the question? Okay. What have you been up to lately? Oh, you know, just trying my best to enjoy a Colorado summer. Yes. But it's been a, more like a Colorado flood. Yes, that's right. Man, yeah. it's, we've had a lot of rain. Yeah. Unusual amount of rain this time yeah. of year. But I love this. is my favorite time of year in yeah. Colorado. So I love it. It's hard to believe that uh, June is already in the rearview mirror. I know. I know. I mean, it's gone. Here we are. Yeah. So anyway, we're in July. You've been busy. I've been very busy, man. You just came back from a whirlwind of mo- a month of travel. Yes. Um, several locations around the world. Where in the world have you been? All right. Where in the world have I been? Well, <laughs> uh, actually, I was only in the office, I think, three days in the month of June. So it has been intense, but um, it began with going to Istanbul and um, hanging out there for a while, uh, working with a lot of people there who are going out to work um in some crazy fun places and then um, back home for a couple of days and then back on the road again. Just got home from a, that trip uh, where started, I started, actually, I, I started flying west and kept flying west until I got home again. So I went to Phnom Penh, Cambodia, and then off to Istanbul, then back to Central Asia, then back to Istanbul, did some more stuff there, and then back home. So did a around the world type of a trip, which was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. On the road a lot. Yeah. But those so, trips were always were fun. Great. You yeah. saw a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and then it was in between those two trips. So what you just outlined were like two separate trips. Yeah. Um, Istanbul and back and then the around the world trip. Yeah. But yep. in between the trips, uh, you stopped by my office yes. and you were inspired with this podcast topic that we're talking about today. Exactly. So it was sparked by your trip. Yes, it was. So it was. Uh, Tell us what sparked the idea, and then we'll get into what yeah. the topic is. Well, you know, on trips like this, I mean, first of all, they are exhausting. However, I find them very energizing. I love hanging out with people. I love, I do love travel. I love being in other countries. I love seeing the world. I love cuisines, but uh, all of that to say, it can be very tiring. And what inspired me on today's topic was that as I left and um, I woke up that early that morning for my my flight and it was one of those things where I was like man do I want to do this you know that feeling right like you got a long journey ahead of you and you wake up thinking oh this is boy I'm doing this again and at 4 a.m in the morning I found a whatsapp from a friend who had sent me a message basically saying something along the lines of I know you've done this countless times but I'm hoping that it's going to feel like the first time you ever did it. Mm. And there were words of inspiration in it. Mm. And actually, Mm. what came out of that was the sense that, you know, that person did not have to send that note. Mm -hmm. But they chose to, knowing possibly that it'd be a little tough getting up, getting going again, and realizing that I needed a word of encouragement, I needed a shot in the arm, and I was actually inspired the rest of the trip by many more texts like that from her, just encouraging along the way. So it was really a, it was one of those cool moments like, you don't have to do that, 
but you did it. Mm. And wow, did it put wind in my sails uh, in a very significant way. So yeah. anyway, that inspired the idea behind today. Yeah. And so, okay, so we're calling this podcast episode, this episode, yes, yeah. less of me, more of you. Right. So less focused on myself, more focused on others. Right. And so right. that started the inspiration, but it carried over once you got to Istanbul right. and began to do what you were there to do. Right. Talk more about that. How did that, yeah. how did you continue to be inspired once you met those no. that you were there to work with? Yeah, because, uh, at, you know, when we gathered there with uh, 50 plus people uh, at the first event, uh, uh, one of three, uh, we were with 50 plus people. Uh, many of them were young, college age students, and they were, uh, they were there to go and work in a variety of countries around the world. And, um, you know, they could have, they could have been home. They could have been working. They could have been thinking about the next paycheck. They could have been thinking about, uh, other things they, they were going to do for themselves. But instead here they were on the verge of giving four weeks of their life to go and love and serve and care for other people. Mm. And so that was inspiring to me mm. all along the whole trip. It was inspiring to just see people put it on the line for other people. Uh, it wasn't about them. It was about others, whether it be their team that they were going to work on, uh, work with, or um, or their students, or those they'd, they'd be rubbing shoulders with in those different countries. And so, I don't know, I came away inspired by that, that too often we are consumed by ourselves and our own needs. Hmm. And what we need to do is think about less of me and more of you. Anyway, yeah. that's, what, that's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. And, you know... You in one of those three days that you were in the office, yeah. that's when you popped in my office yeah. and you said, "I'm so inspired. I've got this idea. I want to talk about it on the podcast." Yes. And it, you kind of gave me some of that. Yes, here's what happened on this trip. Here's what instigated this. But it got us thinking a little bit on the team of like, okay, this, that makes we've heard. That's not the first time we've heard oh, that. Yeah. Put others above yourself. Yeah, or, yeah, you yeah. know, there's. We'll talk more about some stuff from um, other thinkers and philosophers, things from the Bible. I mean, yep. this is not a new idea, right? but we did start to do a little research of like, okay, what's the, maybe some science behind this, or what are some bullet points around this? So, um, there was a study done about, uh, 50, what was it, 20 years ago, 1997, yes. 25 years yep. ago, yep. Um, that they studied the topic and content of human conversations. Yes. Which I don't know how they studied that, but they did. Anyway, they found that 78% of conversations involve talking about ourselves and our perceptions of the world. Right. As a matter of fact, there's an area of the brain that they figured out that is, is the default network, meaning when your brain's at rest, you're not engaged in anything else. Um, that's, that's the part that kind of lights up. They found that the same area of the brain lights up when we think about ourselves. Right. In other words, our default state right. is to think about ourselves. That's exactly right. So we thought that was some interesting yeah. uh, science. So um, here, here's, a, here's a quote from the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, uh, Dale Carnegie. That's a massively popular book. I don't oh, know yeah. when that book was written. I, I read that ago. book probably 30 years ago. Right, I mean, right, so yeah. who knows how old that book is. But anyway, he said, when we're not engaged in thinking about some definite problem, we usually spend about ninety five percent of our time thinking about ourselves. Yes, and I, I think we can agree with that, right? Yes, like I, I think it's obvious. And yes. uh, I like the comment there about seventy eight percent of our conversations involve talking about ourselves. Actually, yeah. if we stop and listen to ourselves, that's exactly what we do. Yeah, we talk about ourselves. I don't do self talk talking thinking about you. No, I do self talk 
thinking about me. Yeah, <laughs> thinking about you. That's exactly right. So yes, I I think those. I mean, actually, those studies are very fascinating. Yeah, and let's just be honest. I mean, we tend to be self centered, rather selfish kind of people. Yeah. So most of our thinking, most of what we talk about, is ourselves. Yeah. Do you think social media has helped or hurt this situation? Oh my goodness! I didn't know you were going to go there, John. <laughs> I, I I actually am not going to answer that question because I think we know the answer of that. It's uh, actually a presentation of ourselves out there um, and all for the purpose of being liked or applauded or something along those lines. But anyway, let's get yeah. back to our subject here. Yeah. Uh, well, that was a note in my yeah. notes here. Oh, but, okay, that's a good note. Yeah. Anyway, there's there's this, uh, there's a way to think about it. And uh, this this came from somebody, we, we didn't make this up, this came from somebody else. But mm-hmm. think about it this way, to have a, there you are, mentality yes. versus a here I am That's right. mentality. And right. so if you just begin to shift your thinking and look at the world and those around you and say, there you are, there right. you are. I want right. to engage with you. I want to learn right. about you. I want to ask good questions. I want to be a good listener because uh, there you are right. versus, hey, here I am. Let right. me talk all about me. And, That's right. Uh, so anyway, yeah. I love that mentality. Yeah. Hey, let's just be honest. Okay. When sure. We, uh, for everybody out there who might be listening and uh, you know, for us here, um, it is pretty awesome to hang out with people who are interested in you. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's sometimes painful to hang out with people that all they care about is themselves. And, um, and we notice the difference, right? And so I, I think there's so much, um, so much good that can come from a conversation like this that really helps us that, you know, to hang out with people who really are interested in us and our world and, um, what we're up to and what we're about is a big deal. Um, and it, it, there's, there's nothing more hurtful, I think, than to have something to share and no one wants to hear what you have to share. And so anyway, that's, it's a little bit of a dilemma there, but yeah. it's a reality. Yeah. So, okay. So there's a lot of good thinking, but some inspiration yes. about this. Like if, how do I do that? How do I think less about me? How do I have a, there you are mentality versus a here I am mentality? Right. You know, um, I love this quote, um, you don't need to do anything extravagant in order to focus on others. You just need to be present with and attentive to people. Yes. People just want your presence. Right. And they don't want your presence where you're staring at your phone the whole time. Right. And, oh, what'd you say? Sorry, I was looking at my phone. I was scrolling this thing. Mm-hmm. They want your presence. They want right. your undivided attention. Um, most people need love and acceptance a lot more than they need advice. Right. So the same thing of like, oh, well, let me tell you how to fix that. Right. My, my wife reminds me of this all the time. And yeah. so... um like uh, was my wife and I, we have a, like a phrase where she'll you know always present like a problem or something going on, and I try to pause and I say, "Do you need solutions or support?" Right, right, that's exactly right. <laughs> and I'll just let her answer the question. Yeah. She's like, "No, I just need your support right now." Right, okay, right. great, I'm here for that. That's exactly but if we put that into other areas of our life, not just spousal relationships, you know, um, do you need my advice or you just need my presence? Right. And you know, I think that makes us have more of a there you are mentality. Right. That's the mentality. And I think our team here put together some quotes from some good authors. Uh, one is uh, Bob Goff. And I love uh, his perspective on love. And then he says, no one expects us to love them flawlessly, but we can love them fearlessly, furiously, and unreasonably. Hmm. And that's actually putting others before ourselves, that when hmm. we love them with tenacity, not perfection, but tenacity to love them in a, a sometimes unreasonable way, just to love them that way. And that's what, you know, Jesus meant when he said, love your enemies, right? Um, which is really that call to love in our lives, yeah. putting others first. Yeah. And I think that's the other quote that Bob Goff t- 
talks about. He says, I think Jesus meant something different when he said enemies. Right. He meant we should love the people we don't understand. Right. The ones we disagree with. The ones who are flat out wrong about more than a couple of things. Right. <laughs> I have plenty of those people in my life, and my bet is you do too. That's, that's exactly right. That's his quote. So yeah. anyway, that's how we view the world is I, I just, if we could just put others before ourselves. Right. Regardless of like agree or disagree. We don't always have to be right. right. Maybe we know we're right. That's okay. Let them, just love them for who they are. Right. Be be with right. them. And speaking of love, I mean, actually, and this is where uh, my wife, Lynn, really makes a, a good case for just intentionality. Mm. We have to be intentional in our loving. Like you make a decision to love. Mm. It's not necessarily a natural thing. It's it, actually, it's, it's probably counterintuitive, but to love others. And I think that's what... Um, the Apostle Paul says in Philippians 2, 3 through 4, he says, hmm. do nothing out of selfish ambition or, or vain conceit. And that's, that's often where most of us live, you know, selfish ambition, vain conceit. But what he says is, in humility, consider others better than yourself. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but to the interests of others. And that's that decision we have to make, that intentionality that I'm going to put others first, less of me more of you. Hmm. Actually, I think that's what we we would encourage people to do here is like, you know, choose a day, a day of the week or choose a week that intentionally I'm going to be practicing that simple principle of less of me, more of you. Hmm. Like, what does that look like? I have a, I have an opinion that to do that, um, it's going to feel pretty good to do that. Hmm. Like to, to choose to do something intentionally uh, that is generous or that is sacrificial, or shows a measure of encouragement to others to cheer others on, when maybe you wish they'd cheer you on, hmm. um, and and to do those things intentionally. I really do think it produces joy. It produces hmm. a measure of satisfaction in our own lives just to do that for someone else. Yeah. Anyway. Well, well, I think there's data and science and results around what you just said as well of. Uh, the most joyful people, not just happy. There's a right. difference between happiness and right. joy, oh, yeah. joyfulness. Yeah. Most joyful people are those who put others first, who right. do the very things we're talking about, who show generosity, who show kindness. Those are the people that we would say, man, that that girl, that guy, they're full of joy. Right. And and it's because they live with this yeah. mentality. Right. I'm, I'm convinced of that. Yeah. Those uh, are winsome people. Yeah. They're winsome. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually in the middle of this uh book right now, this was like so coincidental. It wasn't on purpose, but you mentioned this topic of the podcast. Yeah. I reached out to a group of people that I know just looking for book recommendations. One of them recommended this book. Said, I'm really enjoying this book right mm. now. So I jumped into it. And I'm not going to say the title of it right now yeah. because I'm only 26% of the way through. Kindle told me that last oh, yeah, night, yeah, yeah, 26% yeah. Okay. of the way through. And so <laughs> until I finish it, I don't know if I'm going to recommend it. You know, you never know. Right, like right. what if it takes a weird turn. Right. So I'm not recommending it quite yet, but I do have some takeaways from it. One of them is related exactly what we we're talking about. So here's a quote from this book. The people who radiate a permanent joy have given themselves over to lives of deep and loving commitment. Mm. Giving has become their nature. There's always something flowing out of the interior of our spirit. For some people, it's mostly fear or insecurity. For the people we call joyful, it's mostly gratitude, delight, and kindness. Mm. It's exactly mm. what you said. Yeah, that's right. And when does that happen? I mean, like, when do we get to that place of that taking place in our lives? Based when you, on that book. <laughs> I'm not going to say, because it'll yeah. give away the title of the book. But when you 
Put others before yourself, yeah. you'll begin to get to that place right. in life. Right. And and you'll spend a lot of people spend much of their life uh striving after self-motivated mm-hmm. ambition. And when you turn the corner and start focusing on other focused right. ambition, right. uh, then you'll feel that sense right. of joyfulness, not just happiness. Right. I actually I think that's a, there's a great principle in there. And you and I were chatting about this a little bit earlier, but the, it's you know the the closer you get to the finish line in life, the more important it feels to to invest in other people. Mm. And there's nothing worse than growing old and self centered, and that that would be like the the definition of a fool. Yeah. Like life is all about me. All that matters is me. That's not a way you want to die. Yeah. And I think what we want to do is grow older, get closer to the finish line with our hands more open, mm. our eyes more in tune to seeing others in need. And to to reaching out and just just being kind and generous and happy and supportive and cheering people on and inspiring them to do to run that race right, uh, I, I I would say that much of my earlier life I didn't see that that because it was it was all about how I was doing and how I was running the race and and actually getting a little bit older has helped in that process and yeah. so it's not an excuse but rather it's like. We need to open our eyes up sooner to to that reality. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what he's getting at in that book. Which is it is, good. yeah, it is. And you know, he mentions this. I'll mention this one final quote. He says, "A narcissist can be happy, mm-hmm. but a narcissist can never be joyful mm. because the surrender of self is the precise thing a narcissist can't do." That's exactly right. They can't surrender self. Right. That's and, right. And the key to unlock joyfulness is to surrender yeah. self and be yeah. more others focused. Yeah. So. Anyway, that's good yeah, stuff. I mean, that's good. Practically, I think you know that's a lot of inspiration, a lot of information. But I think practically, to ask yourself the question: When's the last time I did an act of kindness? That's right for somebody else. And if it's been a while, go do something. Right. You know. And there's a uh, there's a radio station I listen to somewhat often. But anyway, whoever the DJ is that does the late afternoon mm-hmm. when I'm on my drive home, he often says. Uh, the world is full of good people. If you can't find one, be one. That's right. I'm like, all I right. love that. Yeah, that's exactly right. So that's a little takeaway. Yeah, if, if it's been a while since you've done an act of kindness, go right. find something today you can do. And if yeah. you can't find a good person, be a good person. That's right. Be a good person. So do yourself a favor and be good to someone else. There you go. That's what it is. And uh, so that's what we're after here. You know, less of me, more of you, and that's really what it means to live in this world. Yeah. Um, whether it be you know our neighbor. Uh, someone down the street, someone at work, someone around the globe, a place like that to um, to, to show love and to give uh, to others yep. in ways that uh, maybe we haven't done for a while. So it's intentionality. Let's do that. I love it. All right, man. Okay. Hey, as we land the plane, yes. I have a quick announcement. Yes, you do. Can I make the announcement? I wish you would. This is just fun. I don't know if you, you didn't even know this. I don't, I think, don't think so. But, but we launched a uh, little Instagram account yes. for this podcast. Cool. Where we're throwing some clips on there. You can meet our uh, producers of the show, Anna yes. and Zach. We put a little little bio of them up yeah. there because they're kind of behind the scenes. Yes. We want to put them front and center for once, you know, let, let the world meet them. That's right. Um, and then we'll be putting some clips and here and there and it's just something fun yeah. it's, it's nothing crazy but if you want to follow it if you want to see what's on there it's on Instagram and the little handle is thinkglobal.podcast you got to put the period in there thinkglobal.podcast uh, to find us on Instagram hey follow us like a few posts maybe leave a comment yeah we'll reply back it'd be great yeah it'd be great to hear from some people <laughs> out there so yeah take note of that and what is it again John thinkglobal.podcast all right I'm 
actually, I'm going to try to connect to that. Okay. All right. Again, this is Think Global, where the world is our home, where strangers become friends and friends become family. Do something intentionally to think less of you and more of others. All right. 